0: Welcome to the 12 Days of Edition Wars. In this year's series, we are taking a deep dive into the iconic spells of Dungeons & Dragons. What were they like at first? How have they changed? Are they better than ever? Well, we're going to talk about all of that and more. I am your host, Sam Dillon, and I am here with my esteemed colleague, Brandis. How are you tonight, sir? I'm doing well.
1: It's been a tough year for scheduling, and so I'm just, just happy to be here. Yeah, me too. Happy to be here.
0: So Brandis and I decided that we would pick these iconic spells because for most of them, in most cases, they have been here since the very early days of the game. And so it's interesting to me, at least, and I hope to the audience and I hope to Brandis, that we are going to look at what what these spells actually began like and what they have become.
1: Well, I agreed to this uh, episode concept on purpose, so I think we're good. For me, yeah. anyway.
0: Excellent. So let's let's start with the cleric spell. And of course, clerics are my favorite, so I'm super-duper biased. And because I had to introduce this episode, I get to pick which spell. So let's do Bless first. If you open up the original D&D book from the old, old white box from 1974, there the first book there is called Men and Magic. And that is about the characters that you have in your game. And one of the things that this book spells out are the spells that are available to clerics and magic users. And... Clerics were able to get this spell called Bless. And what Bless does is, is, here's what the text says. During any turn, the prospective recipients of a Bless spell are not in combat. The Cleric may give them this Benison. A Blessing raises morale by plus one and also adds plus one to attack dice. The spell
1: lasts six turns. So I have one starting question yes in in the addition of D that we're looking at does turn mean one minute or 10 minutes uh
0: in this case it is 10 minutes yeah i can i can that is I'm fascinating sure. yes yes i'm pretty sure so basically it lasts an hour right?
1: so they have to have a lot of time away from combat to even cast the spell
0: well, it lasts. Well, I mean, it lasts six turns, but the casting time is not
1: uh, an hour. But right? the targets have to be out of combat for the turn. During any correct. turn, that's right. Yeah. the The recipients are not in yes. combat. Right. So that's they right. have to be out of combat yeah. for ten minutes, even if the cleric can still cast it in one minute. Right.
0: Yes, that's correct. However. It lasts six turns, so you basically imagine right. going through a dungeon, right? Or, or yeah. you know, being in a forest or something, and you decide to camp for a half hour. Actually, yeah. the camping is not a good example, but let's let's say you're in a dungeon and you're in a ten foot piece of passageway, while everyone else is kind of checking for secret doors and making notations on the map and listening around and looking for clues for things. The cleric can actually be casting bless. On someone Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then if they you know two turns later when they've gone 20 or 30 more feet in the dungeon uh because they are being slow and methodical then then that bless will actually be active if they get into a fight at that point in time
1: the other thing that jumps out at me about this is that the number of targets is not clear because it's the prospective recipients
0: Mm -hmm. and then how many do you have in mind and it says give them so yeah i mean i yeah yeah. Also, the thing that jumps out is this is a second level spell.
1: Oh, that one's, yeah, that one's rough. Yeah.
0: And and it to get a second level spell as a cleric in this edition, you have to be, what, fourth level? Fourth level. So, yeah. I mean, so you're not casting this until you're even fourth level. So maybe it is intended to be, okay, your whole party, right? Whoever's around you, whoever I decide to bless as the fourth level cleric, I am going to bless you all. And it's going to last for an hour.
1: Don't spend it all in one place. That's, uh, you know. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you could plausibly be in several fights in that time. That could happen. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, the gameplay here is you're
0: talking about a lot of dungeon if you're low level. If you're higher level, you're still talking about wilderness areas. And wilderness areas are full of wandering monsters, wandering creatures, full of, like, strange things that could be dangerous. You're probably going to want to have that bless on so here's the thing though right like also it's not like a cantrip you can't just cast it all the time Mm -hmm. so you know it has to be the right time in the right place like you have to know you're going into a dangerous area to make it worthwhile to cast this
1: right and i mean looking at your other spells at that level um you know the other spells at at second level are equally situational Mm -hmm. or sort of that's my one um some tough calls there. Yeah. Right? Yep. Um, and I'm sure we're gonna hit up at least one more of these uh over the course of the, the twelve days. So I don't wanna mm-hmm. you know.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, well let, get let's get outside the plan here. Yeah, let's talk about uh basic D and D. So let's talk about uh let's talk get off of there. Let's talk about uh the back the BX rules yeah. of basic D and D. And you can see here uh, on this screen, if I make it a little larger here, you know, Bless is still a second-level spell for clerics. Yep. Uh, its range is now 60 feet. It lasts for six turns. That's basically the same. Uh-huh. It says, this spell raises the morale of all friendly creatures in range by plus one and gives a bonus of plus one to all of their to hit and damage rolls. It can only be cast on creatures not in battle. So it's the same thing, except it does one more thing. It gives it a damage bonus. Uh-huh. and it makes it explicit now that it affects all friendly creatures in range.
1: Yep. That is, that, that is real, real nice. Uh, second level is still pretty spendy. Still pretty um, spendy.
0: Yep. Yep. But now that you so, get a plus one to your damage as well, it's a little bit like, no, that's, we're, we're, better, getting but, we're getting get, somewhere. We're getting somewhere. Uh, we're getting somewhere. Yeah. Uh,
1: it's not easy to scoop up plus ones to attack and damage roles in basic. That's, yeah, that's, that's a, that is a real standout. Yeah. Um, now, my recollection, and correct me if I'm wrong here, is that PCs don't have a morale score. So that is that morale thing is only about NPCs. Is that right?
0: Uh, I believe so, yeah. So, okay. so g- generally speaking, the PCs aren't going to be subject to morale uh, rules at all, but NPCs definitely will. And if you're assuming, and the same way that, uh, that original edition assumed, you're going to have henchmen and hirelings with you. And they definitely have a morale that is an Absolutely. important statistic or an important
1: factor to to think about, right? All right. I, so, have, yeah. I have one more standout note here that is. Oh, it is natural you didn't say it out loud, mm-hmm. but it is visible on the page. Mm-hmm. There's a little asterisk there. Yes, yeah. I, I bet our friend there means something about a bane effect.
0: Yeah, so that so that would be that. Uh, uh, traditionally, you know. Uh, cleric spells can be reversed by evil clerics like for that's even true in in the original edition by the way okay uh that if on the cleric spell list if the spell is underlined or has an asterisk uh if i get back here uh that means yep. that that is the spell that it it would be the opposite of that that gets cast by an evil cleric interesting and so, so bless, bless is underlined in original edition as well which where's the description
1: reversible. of of the reverse of bless in these rules 'Cause it isn't with bless and they don't and the list doesn't tell you the name of the spell that right. would be its opposite. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it doesn't. But for example, right here, in uh, it says a full explanation of each spell follows. Note that underlined clerical spells are reversed by evil clerics. Also, note the cleric versus undead monsters table indicating strong effect of various clerical levels. But so, so it it literally says it in like one sentence, just that it's reversed by evil clerics. Doesn't really tell you anything else about it. And it's the same thing here. But I mean, really, it just means okay, it's reversed. So, uh.
1: Minus ones, guys. Minus ones.
0: Right. So minus ones to all the to all the party's allies. So the because it's reversed, the evil cleric is not casting it on their own allies. Yeah. They're casting it on you and your allies right. because you are their enemies. And so at, it's it's the at, opposite. Yeah.
1: At which point doesn't you know can, can only be casting creatures not in battle doesn't make any sense. Like you're not going to stand yeah. there and get yeah. you know a, a curse right. placed on you well yeah yes yeah.
0: Well, I don't know. <laughs> Have yeah. you met some player no, I'm just kidding. Um that's, fair. that's true. Yeah. It ha- it has some it has some issues there. It does not make sense that you although except perhaps, right? So here's where the um the idea of okay, well you're you're meeting with an evil cleric, but you don't know that person's an evil cleric. You don't know that they're sure. gonna be your enemy. Sure, yeah. You just sort of ran into the maybe it's a rival NPC party or something, you don't know they're evil, and then they know they're gonna like ambush you and jump you when you get to the next intersection. I could see the evil cleric casting Bane or Curse, um, if you sure. want, whatever yeah, you're – right. I, I could see that. The, the, there's in a that use case. case it's just have,
1: more niche, right? Yeah,
0: it's very niche. But, you know, I mean I, – yeah. I don't know. I, the, the interesting thing is that the way that the original edition words it is the evil cleric doesn't even have Bless as an option. They right. only have the opposite right. as an option, right? Like it doesn't it doesn't really like that's the implication and that's kind of what the direct reading of it says. But does that make sense? I don't know. Like maybe it yeah. does. So, so
1: yeah. Very so, interesting. so let's jump into A D first edition.
0: Well oh, ho- oh sorry. Um, sorry. hold on. Oh, oh, oh you, you, um, so okay. I, I gotta get my Beck Me in
1: here. Oh, okay. That sorry. was that sorry. was BX.
0: And I got, and and I'm really, like, the point I'm just trying to make is the spell, it really doesn't change that much, right? So here's here's, here's Beck me.
1: Well, Some range, of the finer points get a little interesting.
0: Right, right. So range, 60, six turns, same thing. All those are the same. Uh, effect all within a 20 square now, right? 20 foot square yeah. instead of 60 so that you can cast it on a group of your allies far away where you're not even affected by it. Whereas previously it would have been you and everybody in your radius, right? Yep. And here it says, again, it's another morale thing. This this spell improves the morale of friendly creatures by plus one and gives the recipients a plus one bonus on a hit and damage roll, right? On two hit and damage uh-huh. rolls, on uh-huh. all hit, two hit and damage rolls. It only affects creatures in a 20 foot by 20 foot area and only those who are not yet in melee. So you can be in combat, but not right. in melee.
1: You could be firing your bow and get plus right.
0: That's- Right. And now it also tells us because it has an asterisk as well. It says, when reversed, this spell, now we learn its name, Blight, right? You said Bane, I said Curse, right? This right. is now Blight. Blight is actually the reverse of Bless. It places a negative one penalty on enemies' morale, hit rolls, and damage rolls. Each victim may make a saving throw versus spells to avoid the penalties. Yep. So, now it's it's telling us a little bit more, right? Each time it's giving us more. That's right. Based on, you know, what what it's trying to do. So so now let's go ahead and get to right. uh get to uh to, to one e here. And here is bless in oh, one. Oh thank e. god
1: it's dropped down to first level. Oh yes,
0: it is first level now. First time it's first level. Okay. This is the first time it's first level. It it now gets a it gets a school, right? It's a conjuration summoning, it's reversible. It's first level. It has the same range, the same duration. No. Uh, oh no, melee uh-huh. rounds are different. Okay. <laughs> yes, melee rounds are different. Right. Rounds so are it, one minute instead of ten. Yeah, its in, duration in has been yep. has
1: been chopped by
0: ninety percent. Chopped. Yes, definitely. Uh, and there's no save. It has ca- same small casting time. It has components. Okay. Explanation description. Upon uttering the blessed spell, the caster raises the morale of friendly creatures. So, still with that morale thing. Okay. Still with the morale. By plus one. Furthermore, it raises their to hit dice rolls by plus one. A blessing, however, will affect only those not already engaged in melee. Okay, so same idea here, but now it's specific again, the same as it was in Beckme. It's a melee issue, not combat, but melee. This spell can be reversed by the cleric to to a curse. There's a, a typo there to put a curse upon enemies, which lowers morale and to hit by negative one. Notice it got rid of the damage. It had a damage Mm -hmm. thing in Mm Beckley, and now it's not damage anymore. The caster determines at what range, up to six, uh, which is 60 feet there, he or she will cast the spell, and it then affects all creatures in an area uh, centered to the point the spell was cast upon. In other words, they can cast it away again on a group that does not include them. Mm -hmm. In addition to the verbal and somatic gesture components, the Bless requires holy water, while the Curse, see now the Opposite is curse, okay, mm-hmm. not blight anymore. It requires the sprinkling of specially polluted water. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: So so does this suggest that um Gygax was in some way dissatisfied with the developments that we saw in in uh in Beckme and, and elsewhere? That, I, I, that brought this into damage and such? Is that do you I, think that's I'm, what's going on? I'm not
0: on? sure. What I'm opening right now is Holmes because okay. Holmes was kind of the immediate uh sort of Gygax approved precursor to to everything that was going on. So what I want to do sure. is I want to look up Bless. It's second level right. in Holmes. Okay, I see it. Uh it's clerical turns. two, range, same turns. Exactly. Bless raises morale, adds plus one to attack. Uh blessing can be given during any turn. The characters are not engaged in combat. So it's a very basic description again. This is this is sort of the the sort of the trajectory kind of goes like this. Original edition, which Gygax wrote, right? With with you know, with Arneson, and then and then Holmes, which was the sort of cleanup and compilation that mm-hmm. John Eric Holmes did. And then then it went to one E. The the BX and the Beckme were sort of the um uh kind of like okay we want to present it for a slightly different audience right right? like Beckme was definitely uh focused on the sort of younger age BX was kind of the bridge to that so BX Uh wasn't really focused on on the younger age necessarily but it was kind of the bridge between Holmes and Beckme and Beckme was definitely meant to be you know the Mincer was writing that to try to make something that was uh you know palatable for for younger players Mm -hmm. and Gygax went you know, full let's, let's, let's do really tough mechanics with his e <laughs> stuff. So, Beck you know, them kids. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I mean, I think, I think actually that his idea was, eh, if they want to play, they'll learn the rules, right? Like they're, they're right. smart enough. They'll do it. Right. And yeah, I, I don't need to write like, but I mean, he approved all of Frank Mincer's, you know, Beck me stuff. So sure. it's not like he didn't know what was happening or something. So to sure. answer your question, not I don't really. know. I don't actually That's know right. the yeah. answer. I, I'm not sure if that's the case i think honestly that uh that maybe he just wanted to uh make it slightly different make it stand out give enough detail but i think he just thought it didn't need to have the the because he made it first level maybe it doesn't need the extra damage bonus maybe. You know, fair. I, I mean i, I don't uh, know uh,
1: yeah cutting the damage bonus okay you know fine cutting the duration is brutal that one's brutal.
0: Yeah, well, but remember, you know, his idea of of what the players should be doing in in AD and D was they should be like methodically planning sure. their their turns, right? They, he he sure. he his idea of what the players should be doing. When you read, you know, the the PHB and the DMG, and and you see like exactly everything that he's saying that he he. You know His rules kind of tell you what he's expecting of the players, and I think this is actually a pretty good example of that. He expects you to be able to um, have everybody in a position where if you need to uh, end up casting this, you're not in melee yet, so everybody needs to account on not being in melee at first because I need to cast this on you if we get in combat with Mm -hmm. formidable foes. Now, if it's a bunch of goblins, maybe we don't do that because I don't want to waste my spell on that, but maybe not right that's right so i don't know let's look at 2e yeah uh 2e looks like this uh all spheres range 60 yards now uh six round duration how long is a round in ad and d 2e it's it's a minute is it a minute okay so same as 1e uh area of effect 50 foot cube uh casting times around no saving throw let's move up to the text here um, okay, upon uttering the blessed spell, the caster raises the morale of friendly So, again, with the morale, even in second edition, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Raises the morale of friendly creatures. Any saving throw rolls they make against fear effects by plus one. So now it's specific to also sa- saves right. versus fear. That's good.
1: Right. They're making morale matter to PCs right. sort of backhandedly, exactly. but it's, it's right. good.
0: Right. Yeah, that's good. Uh, A blessing, it says, furthermore, it raises their attack dice by plus one. A blessing, however, affects only those not already engaged in melee. Again, with the combat, right? Mm -hmm. The caster determines what range, up to 60 yards, He will cast the spell. The instant the spell is completed, it affects all creatures, 50-foot cubes, center on the point, blah, blah, blah. We get all those ideas. It says, thus, affected creatures leaving the area are still subject to the effect but those entering the area after the casting was – so in other words, it's trying to make the point that you, you're you not making an area of the room like blessed so that if you enter it, you get the bonus and then if you right. lose it, you lose it. Um, it's, not, it's not affecting the area, it's affecting the target people, the target individuals. Yep. So the second use of this spell is to bless a single item, for example, a crossbow bolt to use against uh, Rakshasa. The weight of the item is limited to one pound per caster level, and the effect lasts until the item is used or the spell duration ends. Multiple bless spells are not cumulative. In addition to the verbal and somatic gesture components, the blessed spell requires holy water. This spell can be reversed by uh, the priest into a cursed spell. Curse spell. So now, again, we stayed away from blight. Uh, when cast upon enemy creatures, it lowers their morale, attack rolls by negative one, and it requires unholy water sprinkling, not just polluted water. <laughs> now it yeah. has to be unholy water. So a little bit of change. A little bit. I like the fear thing, right? It's kind of evolving uh, for use with uh, PCs still. Uh, but the effects are basically. I mean, this spell. Look, it hasn't really changed that much. It's basically the same.
1: Yeah. though I am. I am actually super enthusiastic about the blessed crossbow bolt thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that yeah. is. Yeah. Neat. And I. Yeah. I would strongly support uh, more versatility for bless for that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like. It's you don't necessarily want to deal with um, lots of creatures needing specifically blessed items Mm -hmm. to injure the way Rakshasa does. That's not what I'm talking about. But um, the idea of you know here is blessing that clerics and paladins distribute to the world. You know from the gods they're they're the the mouthpiece of the gods that distribute this blessing and that can take a lot of forms. Uh, as we know from real world religion, all kinds of things can get blessed, you know, right. a, a yep. cask of wine, and we'll bless all sorts of things that we get for schnickets.
0: Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But I mean, but here's the thing though, right? Love like, you, Mel Brooks. I, right. right. I, I'm absolutely positive. I know for a fact that people asked about this in first edition. And because, it depends on whether the the person running the game was really, really strict about their interpretation of the rules or whether they weren't is that's what mattered in terms of whether you could cast bless on an item.
1: Well, like you do need to explain what a blessed crossbow bolt means. And this is a perfectly good good explanation for what it means. It is Mm -hmm. straightforward in the rules. You know how to get there. Okay. The fact that it's a first level spell, on a common item is maybe a little, huh, Mm -hmm. but right. Like if you don't know that weakness, then you're never going to guess that.
0: Right. But also if you learn that weakness and you know that you could actually utilize the spell this way, you can, you know, it's, it's a, it's a um, great narrative sort of boost, right? Absolutely. To be able to do this.
1: I'm actually genuinely sorry that, that, concept and and thread of design uh, shows up here it gets clipped here mm-hmm. Yeah uh, are we ready to move to third?
0: Yeah, let's move to third. So if we look here, three
1: column pages people.
0: I know, right? Ooh, hard to read. Uh, it's a, it's an. This is the 3.5 rulebook because I don't happen to have the the three on PDF,
1: and I'm uh, I don't happen to have the three out yeah. like, down off of the right. the really high hard to read shelf yeah. because right. it does not come up much, <laughs> right?
0: Uh, but it's so,
1: about the same.
0: It's about the same. So enchantment, compulsion, mind affecting. Okay, got it. You know, uh, cleric one, paladin one. Components include divine focus now instead of just VSM. Uh, standard action to cast range is now 50 feet Uh, area affected the caster and all allies within a 50 foot burst centered on the caster so now you can't cast it far away Uh, no saving throw Uh, spell resistance but it's harmless so it doesn't matter and it says bless fills your allies with courage each ally gains a plus one morale bonus is even in third edition we're still talking about morale
1: well, except that morale is a category of bonus. It doesn't right. mean a bonus right. to a morale roll.
0: Right, right, right. But but that I was I was going to make that point, right? Like each yeah. ally gains a plus one morale bonus on attack rolls and on saving throws against fear effects, bless yep. counters, and dispels bane. So there's that's where your bane comes from. Now it's no longer yep. curse. It's no longer blight. Now it's bane. But here's the thing. It's a plus one morale bonus on attack rolls and on saving throws against fear. Same basic effect as you had in 2E without right. spelling out that you could use. It on an item, but the terminology now has changed a little bit because of the terminology of third edition. Now it's not just morale. You're not talking about morale on allies. You're talking about a particular type of bonus because that's what's going to tell you whether certain things stack or right. whether they contradict each other or or how that's happening. Right, and so that's this right. is a morale bonus for attack rolls. So it's still the same plus one to attack rolls. It's still the same plus one to save against fear but now it's called a morale bonus. In other words, it's that word is doing a lot of the work here instead of doing mechanical work. I mean, it's doing a little bit of mechanical work, but yeah. in the other uh, in the other editions, when we were talking about morale, we were literally talking about the actual morale statistic or factor yeah. of hirelings and henchmen and other allies, and that comes into play when you're going through the game. Here, the morale bonus is not doing that work it's doing different work the work now is it's literally trying to tell you when somebody casts bless on their party it is heartening to the party they they are their morale increases no matter what the situation is and they are helped against fear and their morale sort of raises in an almost insignificant way except it gives you a plus one bonus now here's what's not in here it says nothing about whether you're in combat or not indeed, which is the big change
1: yep and this was uh, a very very common fight opener for uh for clerics mm-hmm. all throughout 30 and three35 and it you know it, it just wasn't as much of a thing in my recollection of second ed games mm-hmm. uh, and, I, and I didn't have any first ed games to you know build up expectation with but with with blast what I recall is, every single attack roll that missed uh the the next thing someone said was did you count bless and <laughs> right. it, and if the party was at least 5th level yep. the next thing they said after that was did you count prayer right and yep. so that meant that every miss on an uh, on a attack roll was a conversation with at least two more beats right that is that is the perfect example of why I don't like fiddly plus ones with limited durations.
0: Right. This is where I have a problem with third edition. Right. Uh huh. Because in the previous iterations of this, right, the the you might not like you said you, you know that there's you don't have a lot of memory of one e like you don't have the experience of one e. Yeah. I don't think it was the sort of uh programmed set of doing things right like right. here because you don't have the the qualification that you don't have to be in combat you don't have to plan to use this in terms of long-term planning right you right. could say hey our mo is at the beginning of every combat cleric cast this paladin cast that you know magic user gets ready to cast this you know the bows shoot for you know wh- whatever the plan is right yeah Um, in in first edition and, and previous, right, and even in second edition to some extent, right, your planning was a little bit different. It wasn't, okay, our MO is you're always going to cast this at the beginning of combat. You are always going to cast that at the beginning. Like, it depended on the situation a little bit more.
1: Well, and also because spell slots were so much harder to come by. They
0: were harder to come by. So you wanted to tailor what you were casting to – specifically to the situation. Whereas here in 3rd edition, it actually – it's easier to deal with because you have a little – you have more spell availability, and it's obviously the right answer to just do it at the beginning of combat.
1: Uh, I mean – it's it's okay. I mean, okay. I'm, I'm just saying, so, so, like, that
0: was what was in the mind of those people. Otherwise, they right. wouldn't do it. Because oh, oh, third no, edition sure, is, sure. is about the optimal choice, right? I, I
1: absolutely think yeah. that it became the player culture. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, um, yeah. Whether it was yeah. actually optimal is what I'm questioning. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. like, I would really question whether it's worth a second-level slot in uh, in original, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a second-level slot <sighs> for a 5% I mean, increase in, in attack math? Okay, Okay, buddy.
0: Right. But remember the math was a little tighter then too, though. It,
1: it was a little I, tighter, but most of the faces of that D twenty still matter. Right. As a result, it's a five percent increase. Right. I I am not sure that is worth a second level slot. But in fairness, since you can't upcast from first level spells, right. a lot of your second level options are sort of mm, it's okay. Right. But maybe a yeah, whole I mean, person. But,
0: I'm not going to try to like sell you on the idea that second sure. is better as a second level spell. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I just, I think that the conception of when and, and why you cast spells was so different in the beginning, right? Oh, for sure. Um, for sure. And I think by third edition, there was this sort of, uh, because there was a move toward, um, you know, optimizing and, and mastering everything that you can do. Yeah. And a plus one was good, and, okay. and, and all it takes is for you to have two or three games where you cast that bless spell and that worked and everybody's praising the fact that that, oh, that, for sure. sp- that was the for reason sure. why I hit that guy twice in a row. Yep. Otherwise, I would have missed like yep. that. That makes it get the sort of patina of being optimal, oh, whether it's it really absolutely, optimal
1: or not. It absolutely creates uh, a, a dopamine feed that feels yeah. great for the cleric. Yeah. No right. question. Yeah, for sure. In, in much yeah. the same way as Bard Song. Right when it works mm-hmm. feels great right whereas the I, I changes are a miss to a hit yeah. aren't high but right. it's gonna happen
0: no you know? but most of the time nobody's really tracking how, how many times exactly. it didn't really work right they only notice exactly. when it did when it did work right and whereas in first edition and previous like there was a lot less ability to know – like, you didn't want yeah. to waste your spell, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Just, so, I'm just saying, yeah. hey, Siri, what's confirmation bias?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, but I mean, thir- third edition, that's, that's like its tagline, right? Third edition Dungeons <laughs> & right. Dragons, confirmation right. bias in a box, right? That's, 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 that's right. Funny yeah i mean i mean that's cold but yeah i mean it's uh, but it's true right but that's but that's what it is so but here's the thing right this the game still works like it was still a great game like i'm not i'm not like dog in the game it just it's just we had a lot of
1: good times with with that it was just part of the play right and like realistically at one minute per level you know in early levels that's one fight Mm -hmm. but sixth seventh eighth level right yeah that's that's two fights whatever yeah yeah go yeah that's fine Right. Uh, and maybe you have to recast prayer, but that's right. worth doing because that stacks. Yep. Um, so so let's look at fourth edition. Let's look at fourth. Fourth, oh my God, they managed to make the write up even simpler.
0: <laughs> yeah. So fourth edition bless. cleric utility two. So it's a second level utility spell for, for a cleric class. Uh, you get to, when you level up to two, you get to pick a utility skill or prayer in, in terms of clerics' prayer. So uh, utility power.
1: There's one really small thing I want to point out. Uh, that we've seen the, the game sort of go back and forth on. We don't need to track it more closely than that, but it's gone back and forth. Are you your own ally? <laughs> because in fourth, you're clearly not. You're clearly not. So let's let's go through this. So
0: here's the flavor text says, you beseech your deity to bless you and your allies. So it says in the flavor text, bless you and your allies. But then you uh-huh. find out it's a daily spell, right? So it's a, it's a daily prayer. So you can only do it once per day. It has a divine keyword. It takes a standard action to cast, no big deal. It's a close burst 20, so bursting out from you, 20 squares in all directions, so that's a large distance. And it says targets you and each ally in the burst. So it does include you in the rules text and makes it very explicit Mm -hmm. in 4th edition whether you are ever covered in anything. Okay, so it says you, so that's good. Then the effect is until the end of the encounter, all targets gain a plus one power bonus to attack rolls. Pa- power bonus is the same as like what we were talking about morale bonus in third yep. edition. It tells you what kind of bonus, so you know whether it stacks with other things.
1: Right. But but fourth doesn't get into nearly as much. This doesn't stack with this. This doesn't stack with itself. Kind right. of yep. kind of deal as third right. does. Mm-hmm. The other thing is burst twenty is enormous. That is huge. That Strip. is each that is each square, magnitude right. the largest. Yeah, as we've seen.
0: Each square is five feet. It's five foot square. And Uh 20 means 20 squares. That's a hundred feet in all directions. In all
1: directions. That's a a hundred foot radius, folks.
0: Right. So it's a hundred feet to your left and a hundred feet to your right, a hundred feet in front of you and a hundred feet behind you. Like it is enormous. You you're doing you're blessing the whole forest. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Right.
1: I mean, Um, that's that's pretty wild. Yeah. Um, but yeah as you said it's a second level uh spell here but that means only character level 2.
0: Right. Right. Yes in 4th edition too. I mean, so it's it's not uh it's it's also a daily. Yep. It's a daily power with an encounter effect, right? Because yep. it only lasts until the end of the encounter in which you cast it. Yep. Which means you need to cast it very first thing your first turn you need to cast it otherwise you're wasting part of it, right? Yep. Uh, and and just like third edition, right? Fourth edition had a lot of you know things that were if you're going to do this, you need to do it in the most optimal way. Otherwise, it's kind of not like good,
1: right? It's not it's not the best way to do it.
0: So that's so that's what you get.
1: And it's in direct competition um, because of how powers at given levels work with cure light wounds, which is an insane right. idea in any other edition right. of D and D. Right. Uh, Divine aid, sanctuary, and shield mm-hmm. of faith. Right. That that is hard to get your head around if you Mm -hmm. have not played fourth specifically. Right, that you would have to choose only one of those as your second level thing.
0: Right, and and so people who haven't played fourth edition are probably thinking, no way that you would choose bless over cure light wounds in any way, shape, or form. However, remember in fourth edition, healing was a lot more accessible to every class. So giving up a cure light wounds daily spell is not actually
1: that much out of the realm and and the cleric's main healing producer is not cure light wounds it's healing word that's right Right. now this is this is good cure light wounds is good i don't want to get off on attention but cure light wounds is good because that as if it had spent a healing surge is actually really boss
0: right yeah yeah yeah. right
1: right Uh, because if your buddy's out of healing surges forget about it right and that will happen Mm -hmm. if things go bad right but uh, again no tangents please and thank you we're we're on the schedule
0: Yeah. So, all right. So let's, let's talk about fifth edition here. Let's do it. First level, one action, 30 foot range, VSM components. It's a concentration spell with a one minute duration. It's an enchantment. No big deal. Attack or attack, save. No Uh, buff is the damage effect. You bless up to three creatures, up to three creatures of your choice within range. So within 30 feet of you. Whenever a target makes an attack roll or a saving throw before the spell ends, the target can roll a d4 and add the number rolled to the attack roll or saving throw. So it's no longer just a plus one. It yep. That would be the lowest it could do. It could yep. also do a 2, 3, or 4, and it, you can add that to the attack roll or the saving throw. You get to do it once, right? Oh, no, it's whenever. It's whenever, whenever. the target yep. makes a attack. Okay. Right, so it does last the duration, which is one minute. So you're talking about one combat, okay? Yep. Um, But at higher levels, you can upcast it. So when you cast it using a slot of second level or higher, you could target one additional creature. So the bonus is the same; it's still a D4. But you know, you you cast it at fourth 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 level slot. Which why would you? But you could cast uh, it at no, fourth level no, slot no, theoretically. Oh, hold on,
1: that's not a bad idea, right? G- getting getting six buddies mm-hmm. with a, a D4 to attacks and saves. I would cast that. That's a good idea because that D4 is really good. Yeah. Um, I
0: mean, I was being a little flippant, but, but yeah, you, you could literally cast this at any level at one, one or above yeah. and possibly, you know, you might have a whole bunch of people that are with you to go for the, the, you know, the big final scene. Right. And you want to, you want to bless them all and you can, you just uh-huh. have to use a higher spell slot. It's no problem. Yep.
1: Uh like the 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 huge limiter here is concentration, mm-hmm. right, so it's right. it's competing with every other concentration spell in your spell right. list, and there's a lot of them. Um, yeah, but man, three targets at first level is really, really good. just the the amount of extra damage that is getting kicked out and the amount of damage is getting avoided by mm-hmm. saves you succeed instead of failing is right. incredible. Um, and honestly, once extra attack is on the table, congratulations, it's bug up better. Right. Right. People right. roll but, more.
0: but again, you, you have to be at the right, at the right time for you to cast this. Oh, for sure. And you're literally concentrating yep. on it for yeah, the whole rest of the time. Yeah.
1: yeah don't get hit. Right.
0: Yeah. Don't get, don't get hit, but also don't plan on casting another concentration spell. For sure. For sure. so like, there there is a trade off there i mean oh, oh, yeah. i'm not saying it's bad i'm just saying like it really actually makes the
1: character make a choice which is which is good it it's a good thing yeah 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 i mean it's a choice um i still think bless is one of the strongest options that a cleric can open an encounter with um at many many levels of play it's really just this and spirit guardians they, they're yeah. so strong Oh, spirit guardians is such a strong spell uh, th- so these good. both just rock yeah uh, but like if you cast spend a third level slot to cast some more people mm-hmm. um sure that's the spirit guardians you're not casting on the other hand right that is it is such a force multiplier yeah i don't know I uh, like in the in the gaming community that that i'm in um we love bless just yeah. tons of respect for Bless. Um, yeah. yeah. Especially because like, someone running with a Sharpshooter or a Growth Master taking that penalty to hit, that, that D4 bonus to hit matters all the more.
0: Yeah. So, so the thing is, so here, here's what I find interesting about going through this whole thing, right? Is that mm-hmm. it seems like the spell didn't change much, didn't change much, didn't change much. Whoa, it changed. And then holy cow, it changed a whole bunch. Because if you were to take this blessed spell as written, forget about the upcasting. Even if you couldn't upcast it, if you were to take this and put it in first edition. Yeah. Like you just completely like. Even with the one minute duration, right, or, yeah. or 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 if you made it a turn, you could make it one turn, right? So that yeah. it was only it only lasted for basically one yeah. combat or something yeah. like
1: ten you, rounds of combat,
0: right? Yeah, yeah, ten rounds of combat. You would still be; it would still be such a powerful spell. It would never fly as a first level spell. That's right, because it's way it's way too powerful, right? Yeah. Um, and so that that shows you two things: it shows you how non powerful it was back then, even though at, for the time it was really powerful in that system, but also yeah. how the power level at fifth edition is because th- it's not like, Oh, well here's this powerful spell and it completely blows everything else away. And, you know, no, you need this <laughs> to yeah. be this good. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, so it's just, it's kind of amazing how that it, it had like these little blips and burps of barely changing. And then all of a sudden, okay, boom. Now we actually yep. have a really super different
1: game. Yep. Right. Well, it's not uh, all that,
0: not all that different, but it's actually kind of different.
1: And, and like we're saying, the, the introduction of concentration
0: yeah. uh,
1: does make oh, yeah. all of those choices mean something totally different. Oh, yeah. Totally.
0: Right? It's totally limiting. Absolutely. Like, yes. There's
1: yes. no way to lose your bless early mm-hmm. in right. any addition right. before nope. you, before you without a Bane being thrown, right. which isn't going to happen. That's, that's yep. not happening. Yeah. It's not worth an NPC cleric's action to throw Bane just to negate your bless. They should right. not do that. Right.
0: No, it's definitely definitely very interesting, and and this is one of the reasons we chose this spell, right? Yeah, for sure. Because I can see how the spell would be so useful in all the different editions, but it also kind of points out the different style of play that was expected in each of those editions. And I don't necessarily mean – I don't mean power level in terms of the PCs, right? Like I think everybody who listens to this knows that I – I consider 5th edition characters like superheroes they're really really powerful like mm-hmm. sim- similar to 4th edition they're really really powerful right that that's not a knock it's just it's a fact right yeah. but when you when you look at this like that bless even at at, at you know in beck me that bless that you had to get to level 3 or whatever to cast like that's still a really powerful spell because it affects all of your henchmen and hirelings. That's right. And it makes their morale so that they don't leave you in battle because they get scared or they you know because you're asking them to do something dangerous and that there's suddenly you know 20 hobgoblins on you. Like it's it is really powerful. And in fifth edition it's still really really powerful just in a different way.
1: Yep. Um so the D4 also is what I'm talking about with this is no longer a fiddly plus one. This Mm -hmm. is a physical die in front of you on the table to make it a little easier to remember. Maybe. Everyone has their own tricks, but that one kind of works. But we need to help over to sleep. Let me ask you a question.
0: Yeah. Would you let somebody spend an inspiration to reroll that d4? Uh,
1: I'd probably let them, but I would discourage them from doing so as a general statement. Um, Just because like. I don't think there's a good use of it,
0: right? Yeah. Well, it would have to be a really n- a niche case, right? It, to be it, important in a niche case, ask, I don't right? care,
1: man. Spend yeah. your inspiration. I gave it to yeah, you yeah, on purpose. Yeah, yeah. Right yeah, here. Yeah. Right. Like I'm just, I'm just, you know, yeah. Uh, like in, in the really, in the really niche case where they'd roll really well on the d20, but the DC was just priced right. to the moon,
0: and they needed a two on the d4. Yep. Right.
1: And they, and they just. Desperately need some better yeah. number on the D four. Fine, let's go. I I don't care. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like uh, I need a strong reason to say no. Once I'm gonna spend my inspiration is on the table. Right. Is how I feel about it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just check.
0: I've, I've, I mean,
1: I knew, I basically no knew. No one's you know, ever asked, but, I, but yeah, yeah, that's how I feel about
0: yeah. that. Well, that's, yeah. And I, I, I'm just bringing it up because I think that it, this this would be one of those cases where it feels like it'd be such a niche case. But can you imagine, like I've been in situations where I've been in a game and I've been playing or, or running. It's happened in both situations, in, in both cases, where that person just needed one more on their die. Yeah. And they already had something like a bless going or something, right? They already oh, yeah. had the bonus and they needed just one more. And it was yep. such a great moment. And if they just had that one and like, you know, you, you trying to think about, okay, what could possibly happen here to make, to make this right, like to make it into this really fantastic moment for them. And that would be one of those cases where inspiration. Yeah, that's right. Would, would be really useful and and would be, and would still, would feel like a, a great use of the inspiration as well, because you're using it to sort of reflect what that moment was in the narrative now as more beneficial. And so that's, you know, to me, that is like the definition of what inspiration should be doing for you. I agree with that. But I agree that you wouldn't necessarily use it to, to re-roll your D4 just any old time.
1: Yeah. If it, if it were the right move for the situation and I didn't think they were just throwing away their shot. Okay, fine.
0: Yeah. And sir, where can people find you on the internet?
1: Well, uh, there used to be a site called Twitter. I'm not really there anymore. I'm sort of <laughs> there. I'm not. Anyway, uh you can find me on Bluesky at Sky. Uh I also write for tribality.com. My personal blog is Com, and my Patreon is uh Brandis Stoddard. How about you, Sam? Uh
0: I Am on the internets at rpgmusings.com. I am also on the artist formerly known as Twitter at DM Samuel. I'm also on Blue Sky at DM Samuel. Same, same one as you, I think. I'm also on Mastodon at DM. Look, just search DM Samuel. And if there's a little icon of a green dragon eating a red Christmas tree, that's me. It's the same icon. I, I drew it on a napkin one year and that's why it's there.
1: Mm.